This call is being recorded. Morning. Thank you for calling to Claire Victory. This is Alicita. Who's on the line? Good morning, Claire Victory. God is good all the time. You are so right. Thank you so much good for morning. calling. Was that pretty, pretty Patrice? Patrice. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Good morning, pretty. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Thank good morning, you. it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Good morning, it's Deborah Evans. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good morning, um, family. It's Mona. Hi, everybody. Good morning, Good morning. Mona. I just found out that a very close friend of mine, his name is David Roybal, has got cancer, and it doesn't look well for him. So if we could keep him lifted up. Okay. Thank Certainly you will. so much. Thank you. Good morning, Victory family. It's Pam. Happy Wednesday. I would like for us to please pray for my daughter's friend and her family. She lost her dad on a motorcycle accident on Saturday. I mean, Sunday. I'm sorry. Her name is Alyssa. 
Dark. Her name is, you said Lisa? Alyssa Dark. Oh, Alyssa. Okay. And she lost her dad in a motorcycle accident? Yes, on Sunday. On Sunday. Okay, we sure will. Thank you Thank so you, much, honey. you guys. God bless y'all. God bless you as well. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? My name is Juanita. Um, I'm just joining for the first time. Can you repeat your name, please? It's like Juanita, but it's Juanita with an S-W. Okay. Good morning and welcome, Juanita. Who, Who invited you? Um, Carla Johnson. Okay. We're so happy you called in. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Good morning, this is Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valentita. Good morning, DV family. It's Kenya. Good morning, Kenya. Thank you for calling. Good morning, family. It's Nakisha. Oh, sorry, Valentita. Good morning, Nakisha. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear yours, too. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita. Who else has joined us? My name is Antoinette, and I was invited by Mona for chat. Good morning. Is this your first time calling in, Antoinette? Yes. Oh, awesome. Welcome to the call. Thank, Thank you for joining us. And we hope that you'll be blessed by the call, and we'll continue to call back in. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Yo, yo, yo. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning, Brother E. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, it's Andrew. Good morning, Brother Andrew. Good morning. Good morning, it's Barbara Adelota. God bless. Good morning, and God bless you, Barbara Adelota. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here in Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. 
Be sure to stay with us for the rest of the month for the monthly theme entitled Open Heaven. You don't want to miss the messages, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declares. We have two announcements. Today is the day that Declare Victory fasts for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. when we'll call right back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, if you have been blessed by the call and would like to sow in to Declare Victory prayer call, please visit www.declarevictory.org or www dot paypal.me forward slash declare victory we pray many blessings by our heavenly father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in him there are no new prayer requests from the app however we have two spoken prayer requests the first one is from Susie, um a good friend of hers named david has cancer and she says it's not looking good so let's just hold david up in prayer and believe for complete healing in the name of jesus for david then um, Pam uh, requested that we pray for Alyssa's family, uh, for Alyssa and her family as her dad was uh, killed in a motorcycle accident on Sunday. So let's just keep Alyssa and her family up in prayer, praying for comfort and peace for the family. The order of the call is as follows. The declaration will be done by Dion. Praying and corporate praise will be done by Bernice, and then we'll go right into closing comments, which will be hosted by Dion. I repeat the order. Declaration by Dion. Praying and corporate praise will be done by Bernice, and then we'll go into closing comments hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is Hebrews chapter 12, verse 23. You have come to the assembly, assembly of God's firstborn children, whose names are written in heaven. You have come to the spirits of the redeemed in heaven who have now been made perfect. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. And before I pass the call on to Dion, I just want to welcome our two new callers this morning, Swanita and Antoinette. Thank you so much for calling. We pray that you will be blessed by the call and that you'll continue to call in. So now at this time... I'm going to ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute, and I pass the call to Dion. Amen, amen, and amen again. Well, good morning, good morning, God morning, great morning, and happy Wednesday to each of you. Um, absolutely want to welcome you to the call. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule. I know that this hour is usually pretty hectic for most folks as we prepare to go into the work for the day. Um, thanking God for another opportunity. Number one, just to get this thing called Life Right Valuable, Valacita, I thank you for always being prepared to host and greet us with poise and uh, kindness. And so I thank you for that this morning. And I want to welcome um, the two new callers. Thank you so much for um, trusting whoever invited you and joining us this morning as we begin to simply go before the throne of grace. I'm really excited um, about the direction of the call, about some of the things that God has uh, given revelation about. Um, so that we can walk in victory, so that we can walk in 
uh, the liberty again wherewith we are saved, set apart, and so that we would bring glory and honor to Him. Um, I, I want to say again, this topic in and of itself is not a familiar one to some, uh, and to as we are going through introduction pieces, um, I want you to be mindful that the enemy's job is to steal, kill, and to destroy. Um, he would that we would be ignorant of the knowledge and true keys of the power um, that we have access to, that we actually have the ability to walk in, the authority that we have the ability to walk in as blood-sought, uh, born-again believers. I am believing that God is going to walk some of us out of some things and we are going to get to a place where not only we see our prayers answered, but I thank God for the word that says, miracles, signs, and wonders shall follow them that believe. I don't know about you, but I still believe that he is a miracle worker. I still believe that there is hope for the hopeless. And as we venture into um, this heaven's court discussion, even the more, um, I also want you to be very mindful that it is your responsibility uh, to know the truth of the word of God for yourself. Don't ever just take my word for it. Always use the word of God. Um, 2 Timothy 2.15 is saying, honey, study to show thyself approved, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And so... Um, today is our set day to fast. We fast every Wednesday. Uh, I fast from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m., sometimes for the length of the day. Um, but in so doing, he said, they that hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. I believe that there's a level or a realm of glory that you begin to walk in when your seek or your study becomes stronger than your excuses. Uh, you, you get to a point where just living mediocre is not an option. And the only true way to do that is through the truth of God's word as we are being engrafted into the branches. We are being transformed into uh, having holy root, and now we become holy branches. And so I'm excited about Holy Ghost blood transfusions and uh, mindsets being renewed and hearts being fixed and regulated. And um, I just want to bring your attention to one word this morning. Uh, it is in the glory of God. It's in his presence that uh, lives are changed, that hearts are fixed, that minds are regulated, that curses are broken. It is in his presence where bondage is lifted and deliverance takes place. And so uh, just to help the new callers understand, there will come a time where we go into corporate prayer and to corporate praise. The reason for that is that when we gather together, similar to the Acts movement, or uh, the Azusa move, movement, even something more relevant or relative to our time, where the glory of God is allowed to show up uh, as we collectively lift our voices and raise our hearts um, just to give him glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, 
for some reason, somebody is calling my phone instead of the call line at 6 a.m. Amen. Um, so I'm going to go right in. Uh, this is, again, one of those moments um, or one of those teachings. Uh, the other day, I said I was going to use a bunch of scripture um, or give you a bunch of scripture reference. But today, I absolutely want you to be mindful um, of having your word handy or a pen or something like that, because like I said, I don't want you to take my word for it. I want you to look up uh, the word for yourself, know it for yourself, because it becomes part of you. I want to bring your attention first and foremost to Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. Um, we often talk about um, the blessings, but we very seldom uh, go into the curses. And, and I don't want to magnify the curses, but I want to bring your attention to it um, simply because as you begin to dispel and to dismantle some of the generational genealogy things that you deal with on a regular basis, uh, it, it is imperative that you know um, where that comes from. Right. It is also imperative that you know how to pray the scripture um, for specific things. Right. Um, it, it is super important that you know how to apply the word of God um, to some of the things that you're dealing with. And as you do that, um, you, what you'll notice is that um, you can be very specific. Uh, this is this is kind of what we call preparing our case. So as as we begin to venture into presenting our case before God, he wants us to be very specific about the things that we know um, have been identified. And that's what the power of the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of you that was given to you as a gift to teach you how to live kingdom. Right. So we are so accustomed to um, our environment being full of carnality or being full of traditionalism or religion, uh, religiosity and the practices that were instituted or implemented by elders or leaders or authority figures. And you guys know, just like I know, that sometimes some of the things that we were given to live by aren't necessarily the best tools for our individual lives. They don't have a whole bunch to do uh, with our destiny, but they were more rules instituted to create boundaries or borders or limitations. Uh, how many of you guys know that it is God's desire that we take the breaks off this thing called life and that we live our life with expectation, uh, walking into uh, places that most men don't have the courage to tread, walking into territories and absolutely um, taking full authority because we've been given dominion in the earth. I don't know about you, but um, what I need you to know without a shadow of a doubt is that it is our responsibility um, to know who we are, right? It's our responsibility. Some stuff God is not going to do for you. Some stuff you absolutely have to do for yourself. 
and that's why we study. It, it is not, um, again, I am not the final authority. I am not the, um, the, the only or solid voice. You have a voice that God has given you, right? So I'm just going to read this. If you fully obey the Lord, your God, and carefully follow all of his commandments I give you today, the Lord your God will set you on high above the nations on earth. All these blessings will come upon you, accompany you, if you obey the Lord your God. And just to double check, triple check, and quadruple check your line, make sure you are muted for me. Just make sure you go ahead and mute your phone for us, okay? You'll be blessed in the city and in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed. The crop of your land, the young of your livestock, the calves and your herds, the lambs and your flocks, your kneading baskets um, will be blessed. You'll be blessed when you come in and when you go out. The Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated right before you. Uh, they will come at you from one direction and flee from you seven directions. You'll be blessed uh uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. The Lord will send a blessing on your barns and everything you put your hands to. The Lord will bless you in the land that he has given you. Um, let me stop right there. So, so we hear all of that consistently. Uh, we hear all of those quotes and, and some will say, okay, that's Old Testament. All right. Well, the word of God always and still applies. What it does right here is register that there are some things that we're supposed to have, right? There are some things that we're supposed to have. There's some land or some parcels that we're supposed to occupy, or he wouldn't say you will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. You will be blessed. Blessed will be the fruit of your loom, uh, your womb. I'm sorry. Blessed will be your crops and your land and your livestock. That means that it is God's desire ultimately that we have some things. Uh, I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready to have some things. I'm ready to see the manifestation of the truth of God's word, right? Now, um, the Lord will send a blessing on your barns and everything that you put your hands to. The Lord will establish you as his holy people. How many of you know that there is a level of holiness uh, that is required for this journey? There is a level of separation, uh, a line of demarcation that should be between you and the world. It does not in any wise mean that you are better than or more solid than, but uh, you absolutely have to know who you are in and through him in an effort to get to the location that he's already prepared for you according to Psalms 139:16. simply because I'm going to continue to say this until we get it. It is written in the books of you. Now, some of you may take the long way. Some of you may take the short way. The sooner you stand in the truth of your identity and kingdom living, uh, it starts to transition how you feel about yourself and then there becomes an agreement or a contract or a covenant in the heavens um, that that covenant is waiting on you to access the legality of that particular documentation of who you are God knows who you are it is your responsibility for you to know who you are so we've already established that there are some blessings associated with your acceptance of the truth of who God is for your life 
come and and we could go the lord uh listen the lord will open the heaven and the storehouses of his bounty to send rain on your land in season and to bless all the work of your hands. So technically, uh, what he's saying in this particular uh, scripture is that you cannot fail, right? Simply because you're not powered by you, i.e. we have the Holy Spirit that communicates and is our advocate as it relates to the heavens. And now we have to understand and grasp the idea that there's already a plan in heaven, but the problem is we keep instituting our plan. So all these blessings are lined up. Uh, I believe they're on a shelf waiting for us to access the truth of who we are and agree with what's already said in the heavens about who you are, right? Now, this is, uh, it says, you will lend to nations, but borrow from none. I don't know about y'all, but is anybody on the line in debt? Anybody have uh, have phone numbers that you got to look at and, and shake? Not today. I don't feel like arguing with this uh, bill collector. Honey, I'm not in the mood or the space for somebody to tell me what I already know. Uh, but according to this word that I'm sitting here looking at, it says that we are to be lenders to nations and borrowers from none. Well, Dion, uh, how how does that happen? I have more month than I have money. I have more uh, uh, bills than I have liquidity or resources. Well, the reality is there's not been an acceptance or an agreement with what's already said about you just yet. There's something on the inside of you that does not understand or comprehend that every single thing in the earth belongs to you. We were given the earth. We were given dominion in the earth. Somebody still needs to mute their phone for me. Yeah, whoever that is shuffling, do me a favor, mute your phone. Let me read that again. The Lord will open the heavens, the storehouse of his bounty, to send rain on your land in season and to bless all the work of your hands. I don't know about y'all, but I got seed in the ground. I am in the process of agreeing with heaven and expecting for there not only to just be rain, but I'm expecting to have a great harvest from the latter rain. I'm sown. And so now here we are. It says you will lend to many, uh, you will lend to many nations and borrow from none. The Lord will make your, you the head and not the tail. If you pay attention, get this. Now, this is in the NIV. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God that I will give you this day and carefully, listen, carefully, accurately, poignantly, relevantly follow them, you will always be at the top and never at the bottom. Now, I don't know if you read that, <clears throat> but but what I understand right now today is for a season, a length of time, I did not accept that as truth. I could read it. I could hear it. I could know that maybe for you it might work. I could understand that perhaps for some of the folks that I see and see walking in it, hallelujah, that that 
is for somebody other than me. Listen, today, listen, I'm going to say it again. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail if you pay attention. Uh, this morning, I want to tell ah, glory to God. I want to tell you this morning, pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God that I give you this day and carefully, accurately, poignantly, intentionally, deliberately follow them. Uh, you will always, listen, listen, you will always be at the top and never, not some of the time, not periodically, you will never be at the bottom if you accurately, carefully follow the commands that he gives you this day. Do not turn aside from any of the commands that I give you today to the right nor to the left, following other gods and serving them. Now, if we'd all keep it 100, as we like to say, if we'd just be true to game and true to life, uh, we've made some decisions on our own that have been costly. We've made uh, some assessments that uh, at times were inaccurate and they caused us to follow after other things, even if we didn't say it audibly. Even if we'd care to argue that, well, you know, I mean, I think this is a good idea. Yeah, could be, but is it a God idea? Is it what is already written of you according to Psalms 139.16? Is it what God said about you or is it the idea that you have in your mind based on the identity that is not yielded from the Holy Spirit, from on the inside of you? Because the reality is the word of God says that he will give you the desires of your heart. He gives you the desires of your heart so that he can feel them. Now, now get this. Now, uh, we hate to talk about this, but I think it's very important. Now, get, I'm not going to read the entire chapter, but the reality is 99.99% of every single curse that we experience here on earth is written in this word from Deuteronomy, uh, the 28th chapter from the 15th verse. Now, the blessings is, is, are minuscule, but they cover everything based on what we read. But the curses for disobedience, however, if you do not obey, and, and listen, this is not a scare tactic. I want to clear something up. Uh, these curses are not in place uh, to make you intimidated or make you to fear God uh, or, or make you to um, anticipate a, a, a poor end. What this is, this is a line of demarcation in the sand. I need you not to do this. And not doing that, because the reality is there is far more trouble to get in than there is good to stand in. See, see being good, it doesn't, uh, it takes a whole lot less effort than we will acknowledge. And, and, and I don't mean being good like, like you know, uh, Patty Playgate, honey, just uh, perfect and righteous and all of that. We are only righteous because he made us righteous, because his righteousness justifies us. His righteousness sanctifies us. His righteousness walks us into truth, right? But if you don't obey the Lord carefully, now he, he used that word twice. If we carefully follow the commands that he's given us, then we will always be at the top and never at the bottom. So it also says, uh, if you follow the Lord your God, and if you don't follow the Lord God carefully, right, and follow after his commands and decrees that he's giving us 
all of these curses will come upon you and overtake you. So every single thing that has the power to be blessed also has the power to be cursed when you step outside of agreement with the truth of God's word for your life. I want you to take the time today, for those of you that are fasting, I want you to take the time today and go ahead and read that entire chapter. It'll also, as you begin to read it, because what we need to know is that when we fast, we don't just not eat. We take time and we meditate or we mutter or we use the word of God uh, to uh, superimpose his will in and on our lives. Mute your phone for me. As we do that, we ask him for clarity in thought. I'm going to give you a minute. We ask him for clarity in thought. We ask him for understanding. We ask him to reveal his will to us so that we can actually start living uh, all those blessings that that were just read a moment ago. Amen. Um, I also want to talk about this. So as we start to um, unravel all these generational curses, I want you to write down Exodus 34 and 7, Exodus 34 and 7. It reads like this, um, that God would visit the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and the children's children and the third and the fourth generation, right? Um, that, that's, that's a whole bunch. We talked about this on Monday some, and we went into um, really understanding that there are things that we have natural proclivities of doing based upon our history. No different than you were born, and because you have African-American parents or Latina parents or um, uh, uh Tongan parents, whatever the case, wherever you are from, you have a natural proclivity for African Americans. It is probably uh, in some cases that your hair is brown, or but for my, my niece, her hair is blonde, but you can still see the features of my mother in my niece. You can, uh, she has a cynical, sarcastic way of doing things. That is a direct reflection uh, of both her mother and her father. There are things that are innately passed down to us, right? And so uh, for most people, you kind of find it disturbing that I'm going to fight your demons and my own. I got my own stuff, right? But the reality is we were given those natural proclivities way further back than just four generations. Uh, it actually descends all the way back to Adam and Eve because there's only one authentic or one beginning bloodline per se. Some say that there were people before Adam and Eve, and, and that may be the case, but I'm going to stick to what this word says. Each of us have family members that have skeletons and have history, that have uh, uh, stuff that we are carrying simply because we were born into that line of genealogy, uh, which also applies to those different curses and those different things that um, 
we struggle with or we deal with. That's why we spend time in the word of God for ourselves so that we can actually argue our case on behalf of our bloodline, uh, all those different blessings and curses that we read about in Deuteronomy. And I didn't read a bunch of the curses because I don't want to change the tone or the texture of the call, but it is absolutely your responsibility to know them. You'll find mental illness. You'll find cancer and sickness if you read in all those curses. So the only reason that we suffer from them is because no one has had the courage to go deep enough, far enough more uh, specific enough to begin to annihilate, to root out based upon what the word of God says, uh, those things that we are fighting against innately, right? Um, John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We know that it is God's desire for us to walk into eternity and to experience experience heaven on earth. But the reality is there are things that God is going to hold us responsible for, right? We are responsible for being mediocre. We are responsible for not expecting that we have the power or the authority to break bloodline curses. We are expected to know that there's a level of liberty that we have the ability to walk in, but we must seek him while he may be found. It is our responsibility to go further into the truth of God's word. It is our responsibility to go further um, than our parents did or our grandparents or our great-great-grandparents did because now we have uh, the knowledge of the truth of the word of God. In so doing, um, I, I want to implore you to go deeper into the truth of God's word. Right, Because we know that Jesus did not come to condemn the world, but he came so that we could enter into his rest. He came so that we would walk in liberty. He came so that we would be able to stand flat-footed and declare, I am the righteousness of God. That's according to Romans um, on so many different levels. Um, Romans 11, 11 through 24. As we are uh, given an opportunity to operate in new birth, there are some things you need to understand about being engrafted into the body of Christ, right? Um, when you start to understand the legal rights, the legal access, the, the truth of how God uh, has created the word of God to teach us how to live, the spirit of God to give us the power to overcome anything that we might deal with in the natural, uh, he also needs you to know that you become part of a whole new body, right? And so, so often, because of what we see, we don't have the mental capacity or the wherewithal to really understand what conversion is. So the majority of the time, we spend a bunch of time at church and at functions and at events, and we hear the same passages of Scripture uh, quoted over and over again and preached different ways. I don't know how many uh, uh, more ways we could hear about the woman with the issue of blood or how many more ways we could hear about Abraham and Isaac. I don't know how many more ways we could hear about Moses and the Red Sea. I mean, I'm 47 years old. I've heard these stories. I know them by heart. But 
but when it comes to the meat of the word of God, because we sit in church on Sunday and don't necessarily know the word for ourselves, we don't recognize that we are literally being engrafted into a whole new family. Right? And what that means is a different level of accountability. It means a different level uh, of action items. It means that we have authorities that we've not yet entered into because we're taking somebody's word for what the word of God was given to us to learn and to know of ourselves. It has much to do with the reality that we don't walk in the truth of our identity and we stand outside of agreement with God, which is why our prayers are not realized. How many of you know that you keep praying the same thing over and over and over and over and over again? After a while, you just get numb. And while you may love God and you may attend church on a regular basis, on the inside of yourself, you're feeling defeated. Uh, how many of you know that after a while, uh, that thing will start to wear on you and your heart will become sick? Your heart will become sick and you'll find yourself dealing with anxiety and depression because you don't see any relief. Well, when you start to understand that because you are part of a whole new body, there's a new reality that you have the power to walk in. You have to decide what that looks like. That's how you start to prepare your case, and that's how you start to deal with the accusations that the enemy might bring up against you. When you know the word of God and the truth of the word of God for yourself, after a while, can't nobody tell you, you can't tell me nothing about this word. As I'm watching it materialize, and as we walk through this process, um, I'm believing that prayers are going to get answered because we're going below the surface. We're going to the places of pain and discomfort. We're going to the truth that there are some curses that we are walking on, uh, walking under as a result of historical things, but get this, those historical things, because once you recognize something is broken, if you keep walking in that thing, do you think that your that's your forefather's fault? You have a responsibility in this thing. Again, I ask, did they stumble so as to fall beyond recovery? Not at all. Rather, because of their transgression, salvation has come to the Gentiles to make Israel envious. I'm ready to make some folks godly mad, child. I, I'm, I'm ready to make some folks uncomfortable. Now, listen, why are her prayers getting answered? Because I'm tired of uh, drinking from your cup. I fooled around, went to the cabinet, and got my own. I'm a poor until I don't want to drink no more. Right? I'm, I'm just thirsty for God. But if their transgression means riches for the world and their loss means riches for the Gentile, how much greater riches will their full inclusion, listen, 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 Linda, how much more will their full inclusion bring? Now, this is Romans 11, 11 through 24. This is talking about the engrafting of the branches. I am taking to you Gentile. I'm talking to you Gentiles. Inasmuch as the apostle to the Gentiles, I take pride in my ministry. Me too. This is Paul talking. In the hope that I may somehow arouse my own people to envy and to save some of them. Now, this is the only time that I've seen in the word that, that Paul is provoking people to envy. I, I want somebody to be envious because we're free. I want somebody to be like, well, how did they get the shackles and the chains off of them? How did they loose the bands, hallelujah, from around their neck? How did the yoke get destroyed in his or her life? And that happens as a direct result of seek 
right? So, so we hear consistently, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of its righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added unto you, right? If you hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God, you shall, right? So there are some things that we have a responsibility to do. For if their rejection brought reconciliation to the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? I'm ready to live. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of survival mode. I'm tired of just making it. I'm tired of bits and pieces when the whole loaf was intended for me. You or I, we're not dogs. Right, so even the dog eats the crumbs from the master's table. Why would you eat the crumbs when he gave you the whole loaf? What would be the point? If the part of the dough offered as first fruits is holy, then the whole batch is holy. If the root is holy, then so are the branches. Now get this, he said, I am the vine and you are the branches. Listen, sugar, use a branch. Not what you are engrafted, you are connected to the root of the Holy One. It is your responsibility to own that, to walk in it, to operate in it, and to stand in it in such a way that every single person around you knows it. Listen, to be godly envious, I need to know what this looks like. It doesn't mean you got to be holy roller. It doesn't mean you have to be self-righteous. It doesn't mean you have to be indignant about your salvation. But there is a confidence and a competence that comes with allowing the Holy Spirit to live through you. If some of the branches have been broken off and you, through the wild olive shoot, have been grafted in among the others and now share in the nourishing sap from the olive root, do not consider yourself to be superior to those other branches, right? If you do, consider this. You do not support the root, but the root supports you. Do you understand that the root is in him? Right, and that because we are in him, we are the productive branches. That means we ought to show some sign. That means there ought to be some evidence in our difference. One of the things that the world taunts us with uh, is that today's date, they, they use our pastors who have uh, perhaps been riddled with pride. They use our teachers or our leaders who uh, drive Rolls Royces, which is not a crime, who fly in Learjets from time the time that the church support and bought that's on y'all uh but at the end of the day the reality is they taunt us and tease us because our lives don't look a whole bunch different than their lives our struggles are not separated from them but how many of you know that miracles signs and wonders follow them that believe that there is evidence of the truth of who God is when you agree with his plan for your life. Now, it looks different for everyone. Everyone was not made to be millionaires. Everyone was not made to have everything they think they want. But listen, some of us were, child. <laughs> so, some of us were. Uh, I think that once we start to understand that, number one, we don't support the root, but the root supports us, you will say then branches were broken off so that I could be grafted in. Granted, right? But they were broken off because of, listen to this, unbelief. 
and we stand, according to what we profess out of our mouths, that we stand in faith, right? Don't be arrogant, but absolutely be reverent and full of reverence in and through uh, the power of the Holy Spirit that God would be glorified and lifted up. For if God did not spare the natural branches, listen, you ain't got action either, which means that we have to carefully consider uh, the sternness of who God is. Consider, therefore, the kindness and the sternness of God, the sternness to those who fail, but kindness to you, provided that you continue in his kindness. Otherwise, you also will be cut off. But primarily, it is your responsibility to believe the truth of God's word for your life. It is necessary, right? Now, every individual is then responsible for his or her own choices, right? Now, even though we have bloodline stuff, we can choose to live under those curses or we cannot. Right? We can choose to live under those natural proclivities, or we cannot. We can make decisions that will accept tragedy and travesty for our children and our families, or we cannot. But how do you separate the two, and what makes the difference? The difference is agreeing with the truth of God's word for your life. If you read, you know, some of the, the genealogy portions of the word of God, like Lamentations, where they start talking about the bloodline and so-and-so did serve God and uh, he was like his forefathers and he honored God with his life. And then it'll go on and say, and so-and-so did not honor God and he was more evil than his grandfather. All of those, those things are relevant, but what's even more relevant is the fact that right now today, you have the power to make some decisions as it relates to your destiny, your purpose, and your future. You have the power to make some decisions based upon the, the fact that this word is available to you and just like I read it, and there are things that I know I see in my children that I can go before the courts of heaven, uh, deal with the accusation, break the curse off the bloodline as far as back to Adam and Eve and begin to celebrate and thank God. But it's in his glory that I see the manifestation or the chains begin to break. It is the time that I spend in worship that when I read this word of God, he begins to illuminate and give revelation. It is time that I spend telling him he's awesome, not asking him uh, to, to make sure that the blessings come to pass, but walking before the throne of grace as humbly as I know how with a mind to come out victorious with a verdict in my favor. We live in an actionable world. Every single thing that we deal with uh, is transactional, right? And the more you find yourself in worship, the more you find yourself in God's presence, the more you find yourself dealing with the truth of who you've allowed yourself to become, the truth of what you found yourself agreeing with, even though it has nothing to do with Psalms 139.16, the ways and the measures in which you've tried to create what you think is best for you. Uh, when you spend time in the presence of God, he will start to bring those action items up. And he will ask you to exchange what you had in mind for what he already said. I'm going to read this again because I need you to understand this. Psalms 139, your eyes saw my unbelief 
formed body. How do you see something that isn't yet? Only if you are a great God. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. I need you to understand something. All you have to do is agree with that. All you have to do is say, okay, God, listen, uh, I am guilty. I confess X, Y, Z, whatever it is, whatever foolishness, you've made a decision that's going to be your way of life. Uh, whatever poor choices you've made, because our responsibility is uh, uh, that we have to own the decisions that we've made that do not agree with who he is. He said, if you carefully follow, if you carefully obey, right, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before I ever came to be. When you understand that there's already an agenda for you, there's already a job description, there's already a place, a position, a, a region, a territory that you were assigned to every second you spend outside of his presence, every second that you are not following his, his provision, because that's all it is, it's not even rules. His provision for your destiny, you are wasting your time. Because according to, he said, he is not a man that he can lie, nor the son of man that he can boast. But every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, it has to come to pass. Now, listen, it's going to be by hook, rook, or crook. Either you're going to walk or he's going to drag you. Now, I got drugs. Just, we just going to uh, call it like it is. I got drugs. And every now and then, he'll drag me to remind me that I got drugs right? But I got drugged because I kept trying to put my idea uh, ahead of his word. His word is final. The sooner you agree with the truth of God's word, even with the bloodline curses in place, because we, we can one by one break that off. You spend time in God's presence, he going to tell you where you raggedy in heart. He's going to tell you where you still fear. He's going to tell you where you still doubt. He's going to tell you where you still don't believe that he was God. But I'm just grateful. Hallelujah. I'm grateful that we have an opportunity today to walk into his presence, to stand before his uh, kabod or his, his glory, and for him to reveal himself to us in such a way, ah, hallelujah, that it changes our mind about who we are, that we understand that we are seated in heavenly places, hallelujah, that we understand that we we are the righteousness of God, that we understand that we can make a decision to come out of agreement with the things that we put in place and the measures that we put in place to employ our own agenda. Uh, but to the grace of God, we have another opportunity. Today is a day that we can get it right. I dare you today to fast and ask the Lord to begin to reveal to you his idea, your identity in his eyes, and recognize that you are engrafted, hallelujah, into a vine that has holy root, which means you have the power to live a holy life. You are engrafted into a body of righteousness, i.e., he said you are already righteousness, be righteous because of him. You are engrafted into a body where you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You are engrafted into a body, ah, hallelujah, where he has already made provisions for you to walk 
walk in abundance and authority. You are engrafted in a body where you are always supposed to be at the top and never at the bottom. You are engrafted into a body where you will constantly be uh, the head and not the tail, the lender and not the borrower. Hallelujah. You are engrafted into a body where you can open up your mouth and say, I always win uh, because God is the greatest power. Hallelujah. I can never be defeated. You are not just me, you, but you got to believe it. You got to know that this word is for you. You got to read it. You got to be hungry for it. You got to chase after him and you got to go get it like your life depends on it. Cause guess what it does. As I pass the call to Bernice. Father, in the name of Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, we come once again to establish our legal right, and we take dominion, authority in your word, and we declare victory. We come in the name of our resurrected Jesus, who we are and who we serve, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We lay at your feet and we welcome you into this place of intercession, acknowledging your presence. You said, and we trust and believe you, that where two or three are gathered together, you are in the midst. And what an honor it is to have you here with us. Thank you as we come today with petitions and requests, knowing that anything that we agree upon is touching you will surely do, and we thank you for it, and we acknowledge your presence. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit's anointing us to pray together for your people for you, and letting their words and the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable unto you on this day, for this is the day that you've made, and we're rejoicing in it, and we are glad. Father, we declare victory for David Rebold, Alicia and her family. Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals, you said that we can come and ask you for every need of life. Therefore, we thank you for your touch, your words, your miracles. We rejoice in your healing, oh God. Sickness and disease have no power over David. Alive in righteousness, you have given to us abundant life. We receive that life through your word. You sent your word and you healed and delivered. By the stripes of Jesus, David is healed. By the stripes of Jesus, the broken hearts are mended, oh, Father. We thank you that they are strong and no weapon that is formed against them shall prosper. I thank you, oh, Father God, that every agent of infirmity must lose its hold over their lives. We thank you that they shall rejoice the favor of God's covenant. In the name of Jehovah Rapha, we pray. Jehovah Rapha, thank you for the anointing of God that will flow from our lives to bring healing, deliverance, and hope to others in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for your daughter who gave us a word to get today, oh, Father God. She told us, oh, God, how we can be engrafted, oh, God. Give us, oh, Father, the strength the mind, oh, Father God, and the heart to take in what she has given to us, oh, Father God. Let your word be known, oh, Father God, and let your glory be shown in all that, that she has taught us today. We declare victory, oh, God. We declare victory. We declare victory, and we thank you, and we now believe. We believe you, oh, God. We thank you that we can now believe in body and understand that you are our Father. Thank you that your glory will be revealed, for he is Lord. He has risen from the dead, 
and he is Lord. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that he is Lord. When we think of the goodness of God and all that he has done, our souls cry out, hallelujah. We declare victory for our cities, our states, our government, and nation. Heavenly Father, I thank you for our government. I pray for all men and women having authority over us in any way. Pour out your spirit upon them and make your word known to them. Let them, let those complete and blameless before you, let them stay, oh Father God. Let them stand strong on our behalf. Increase them in numbers with hearts that are for you, God Almighty. Cut off the wicked. Let the unfaithful be rooted out. Bring to light what is hidden in darkness and expose the secret aims of the heart. Let this nation remember from where they have fallen, repenting and returning to doing their first work, setting their hearts and their souls to seek you, Father, humbling themselves, praying and turning from their wicked ways. Father, I thank you, O oh God, that, that we are the light that shines in darkness, O oh Father God, and no man can turn out any light on us, O oh Father, that we, O oh Father, when we walk in your word, O oh Father God, that your light shines brightly, and they will see when we come, O oh God, and we just thank you. We thank you, O oh Father, and we declare victory for our children. Lord, give the children the strength to do what they need to do each day. We can do all things. They can do all things through you, O oh Father, who strengthened them. Father, give them courage and part bravery as they face the challenges that are before them. Give our parents the wisdom to teach them. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Let their hearts beat. Let their hearts <coughs> will be calm and peaceful as they do go through their day and their sleep at night. Help us to teach them to not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication and with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. Jehovah Jireh provides for all that they need, for stamina, spirit, and finances for the day. For we know and want them to know that you, God in heaven, will supply every need according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Give them direction. Lead them as they begin to make more and more decisions, oh God, and as they get older. Keep them safe from this increasingly unsafe world. Protect them from harm and wickedness. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High God will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, fill them with the kind of joy that, only, that can only come from you. You make known the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy at your right hand and their pleasures forevermore. Cause them to show compassion on those in need and who have less than they do. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God and Christ forgave you. Give them a sense of justice to stand up for what is right and to defend the and to defend the weak. Learn to do good, seek justice, correct oppression, being justice um, to the Father. Plead the, the widow's cause, oh God, thank you, that they will grow in wisdom and understanding that they will be more than smart and embrace what is good and right. If any of you lack wisdom, let them ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given to him. 
Father, we declare victory over families and marriage. In the name of Jesus, we thank you that you watch over your word to perform it as you promised. In Jeremiah 1 and 12, you said that you watch to make sure your word is fulfilled. We thank you that you are the head of the entire family in heaven and on earth. And we thank you because you deeply love families and we lift them up to you. We know that your thoughts about the family are too many to count and no weapon form shall prosper. So we bind and rebuke any plans meant for evil. Father, we pray that all of our families and friends dwell under the shadow of the Most High and that they remain in your sight under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. They will say of you, Lord, the Lord is my refuge and my fortress. My God on him, I lean and rely on him whom I confidently trust, for then you will deliver them from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. Then you will cover them with your feathers and under their wings they shall trust and find refuge. Your truth and your faithfulness are a shield and a buckler. Father in heaven, you are their confidence, firm and strong. You keep their feet from stumbling, being caught in the trap of hidden danger. And for this, we thank you. Father, we declare victory for our churches and for our pastors. If I shut up the heavens, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, if I send pestilence among my people, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Now mine eyes shall be open and my ears attend unto the prayers that has been made in this place. Take your phones off mute and declare the victory that God has given to us, oh God. We thank you. Lord, this is where we come to offer praise. We I'm 
Father, there is no doubt you have done all things for us, oh God, and we thank you for this day as I pass the call. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, God, I just bless you this morning and thank you for um, your consistency in how you love us and give us an opportunity Uh, to tell you, God, you are great and greatly to be praised. If we put no one before you, we call you our sovereignty, God. We thank you because you loved us first. You had a plan and an agenda for us first. And, God, today we agree with your word. Hallelujah. We just agree. Um, And just uh, on, on the inside, you could actually say it out loud, I agree with your plan. Hallelujah. I, I agree with I you. I agree with your plan. I'm ready for us to, to, to sing that good anthem. Started from the bottom, now I'm here. You hear me? I'm tired of being tired. Anybody else? I just, I'm sick of it. Sick yes. of mediocre living, and we don't have to. Yes. Sick of average and regular oh, and forgettable. Yes. yes. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it, and I ain't doing it no more. I don't have to. I don't have to agree with what I thought. I don't have to agree with my plan. I don't have to agree with my everything you said about me, God, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. Everything you called me from the fountain, before you uh, uh, ever formed me, you knew me. You had a plan for me. I don't want my plan. My plan sucks. You hear me? My plan is full of foolishness and self and my own self. Nope, nope, nope. I refuse. I will walk in the victory and the liberty wherewith I was saved. And you've got to get to a point where you say it emphatically and you use your words to decree a thing. I will no longer walk under the curses of my forefathers. I, re- I ain't got to do that. I don't, have, I don't care what you did, mama, grandmama, great-grandmama, Nim. I ain't doing that. 
Mm-hmm. When they read my story, they will say, and she honored her father like her fourth. That's man. Listen, my story, I'm, it's rewritten. It is rewritten, and I'm I'm grateful um, that I agree with what God said about me today. I'm grateful that I don't have to deny who I am anymore because I'm worried about what somebody will say. Listen, if you got an argument with me, you check what it was already written, honey. Who who over there with a wheelbarrow this morning? Somebody got a wheelbarrow. Mm-hmm. Amen. Anybody want to? Somebody put your phone on mute for me. You at the bus terminal, honey. You walking into the bar, go on, mute your phone. Look, is that is that Uncle Sarge? No, he's off today. Oh, okay. Well, it ain't Uncle Sarge then. I don't know who it is, but whoever you are, you you might be moving around it, and your phone has come off mute. If you'd mute it for us, Amen. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Anybody want to say good morning this morning? Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. 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 Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Who else is that? Who was that? I'm new. I'm new to this group. I'm Priscilla. I started listening on Monday of this week, and hey, I've enjoyed, hey, <laughs> enjoyed the teaching and the prayer. And it, I said to um, Nick Guzman is the one who um, told me about it and um, gave me the number. And I said, you know, Nick, I think I'm gonna go ahead and do this, and if, until God say differently. And Amen. all I can say is that I love it. Praise I love God. the teaching. I wasn't sure Amen. the first day, but you know how that is. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just the it. first day. Amen. <laughs> you, you don't have to explain. We get it, Miss Priscilla, honey. It's, look, you you will be like Brother Jeff. Okay, it's my thirty thirty third day calling. It's my 129th day call. He was numbering his days. We was cracking up. <laughs> and, that, and now it's what? Almost six years later. So we welcome okay. you. Glad to have you. So. <laughs> Thank you. We're glad to be here. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. God be praised. Anybody else? Good morning, Sanai J. Hey, Sanai J, girl. It's good to hear your voice, Sugarfoot. It's good to hear all of y'all. <laughs> Amen. Hi, Brian. <laughs> Anybody else? I want to say. I want to say good morning. I want to say good morning to Pastor. I want to say good morning to Pastor Dion. <laughs> messy. You're messy. Listen, listen, listen. Can I tell you this revelation that I got? I couldn't wait to get in my car so I could holler because I didn't want to scare the tourists. But, you know, listen, I want to tell y'all something for the new people. Like, uh, we really do have good sense. We're not, not, well, we're a little off, but um, in a good way. But I want to tell you that, for for the people that don't know, Dion and I have been friends for a very, very long time. And I used to be concerned about her hood, Not, not the one that you wear on your head. I, I used to be concerned about. I used to be concerned about her hood. I did. 
It's in Chicago. <clears throat> but it, it was the, the best experience I have ever had. It revolutionized my life in worship. And I'm, I'm already innately a worshiper, but this was a whole nother level. And it was so freeing and so um, unfamiliar and so uninhibited um, that it just really pushed me over the edge in worship. So I, I wanted to extend that. Now, I've, I've been keeping it a secret. I didn't want to tell y'all my good business. You know, every now and then, I don't want y'all to be godly jealous and not have no access, though. So if you you, you ready for next level living, come on, let's slide. You hear me? Where let's Chicago, go. Where at? Where is Chicago? I got the dates, but where? What church or um, what? A, it's, it's, not, it's not a church. So one of the teachers that teaches on the call, his name is Philip Watson. He is a son of Pastor John Eckhart. He is a, a, a minister, but just um, it is, there's nothing traditional or religious about it at all. all literally, all we do is worship um, on a whole nother level, though. Um, it's kind of like soaking um, if you're familiar at all with, with the structure of what soaking looks like. But yes, uh, you'll I am. get details. I know, I know, Go ahead, I'm you know sorry. Elder, That's okay. Do you know Elder Claibon from Soak? Of course I know Elder Claibon. <laughs> I, yeah, I study, I study under Elder. So Amen. I study. Well, listen, he's, he's amazing. He's, he is he's absolutely amazing. So the mm-hmm. event that we go to is Soak times 112. Oh, wow. That? Yes, it right. is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just try try that. It, it is so magnified. So it's cute. That's cute. But this, this gangster soaking here that we do. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> we okay. have an absolute ball. We have a whole bunch of fun. But more than anything, we get lost in the glory of God. It is, it, it, for real, it altered my whole life. I promise you. And if, if if you had known me before I went, um, and, and like I said, I've been a worshiper. Don't don't misunderstand. But it took me over the edge. It really it pushed me to a whole different place. And it look, look, all these folks on this this cloud of witnesses that's on this phone, they can attest to it. it my whole sound changed as a result of this experience. So I just I would hate for y'all to miss it. Uh, behind a plane ticket at a late date. So right now it is just October. We going in March, and we trying to go in such a way that we could pay twenty dollars a piece for a rental car and get everywhere we need to go, right? So we just trying to do it so everybody can start to budget um, in an effort to go so we can have a good time, enjoy one, one you know, enjoy ourselves, eat some good food. Laugh real good, but most importantly, tell God how amazing he is and how grateful we are to be able to serve our majesty. That's it. Hey, hey, Dion. Hey. Good morning, family. This is Gloria. Amen, hey, amen, amen to all of that. Yes, I'm in mm. March. Yes, yes, yes. And I enjoyed, I thank God for the declaration this morning for, um, for just his word, for his soundness, and for your obedience to the Holy Spirit. It is all good because God's in absolute control of everything. Love y'all. Yes, he is. Love you too, Glowworm. Amen. 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 Anybody else? 
Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary with regard to um, the share this morning? Any any um, clarity necessary at all? Good Mr. morning. Sean, Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Brother Jeff. Oh, I I just wanted to say good morning, and uh, it's so it's beautiful when uh, things line up uh, with the teaching that I'm receiving from from my bishop. Uh, oh, hallelujah! Uh, he's been teaching on uh, for us to watch what we say out of our mind, what we speak over our lives. So uh, your declaration. Uh, just really just line up with what I've been uh what's been been taught uh, over the past few weeks. So great declaration. Amen. Thanks, Sarge. I appreciate you. Glad to hear your voice. I'm glad you uh at home resting today. Yay. You need it. I know you, you do. You're still in the bed. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you, man. Amen. Anybody else? And if not, it's fine. I'll give you back some time. Listen, I just I just need you to be uh to be tired of being afraid to win. That's all. It's it's our winning season, y'all. It's yes, our winning it season. It 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 is yes. time to walk into destiny and do it with listen, yes. this 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 is the this is the word that I keep hearing. The Holy Spirit told me, Dion, walk heavy in what I called you in. The weight of my glory is resting on you. Walk heavy in it. Don't tread lightly. Don't apologize. Don't tiptoe. Don't walk in like you don't know who you are on it. And let whoever does not understand it, let that be their problem, not yours. Mm, And so I agree with God this morning. I agree with God this morning. I ain't got to tiptoe. I ain't got to say sorry. I ain't got to do none of that. If you don't get it, get away from me. That's fine. I'm not going to die. I ain't, ain't nobody never uh, died for loss of friends. Go away then, child. Bye. That's fine. <laughs> Free indeed is what I'm walking in on today, and I'm glad about it. Very grateful um, for this place. Amen. Good morning, Miss Nikisha. Hey, good morning. Hi, Keish. Hey. <laughs> Hey, Radical. Uh, Great declaration. Uh, Thanks for the reminder that I am one of the king's daughters, that I don't have to beg, and everything in the earth belongs to me. I have to walk in it. So uh, study time. Thank you. Love you. Listen, come on. Get get in that thing and know it for yourself, honey. You get to reading that word and be like, "Mm, well, Honey, and I've been around here uh, treading lightly and walking soft. Nope, I ain't doing it no more. Done. Over it. Moving right along. No more sorry for me. None. <laughs> it's a great day. Right, yeah, right up and through here. But yeah, right up and through here. Right up and through here. Good morning, Pastor Dion. You know what, Messisha? <laughs> you was messing God morning. bless you. You ain't God. free by yourself, child. You ain't free Listen, by we yourself, free in this Listen, baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Good morning. I love you too, sis. We we argue a lot, I'm me and her. I'm free. I'm free. 
free, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. Come on, Cindy, but your beautiful self. Yes, pretty girl. Hey, you're not Tanya. Right. And pretty Patrice, I got your memo. Like, in, in real life, um, I'm going to make a post. If, if for real you are interested in going to Chicago, we want to start making arrangements so we can get our rooms for $2.38 a piece. Amen. Uh-huh. Amen. Amen. I'm so ready. For real, I'm not missing this. Oh, my God. But they probably start them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so right. Listen. Listen. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what? You yeah. heck of funny. Dion, you yeah. said March 6th and 7th? I think March 6th and 7th. Let me double check. Hold on, pretty. I'm going to tell y'all for sure. But, and I'm going to make a post. All you got to do, because if we, if, we, um, if we start planning now, like literally we can pay for it. So by the time we go, we just spend our money on what we want to spend our money on. Don't be last minute, Lucian, uh, honey. And if you got to be extra deep to pray about it, all we talking about is some freedom. We ain't selling nothing or nothing. And I don't even think the event cost nothing. Last time he asked, he asked the people that came to give him thirty dollars a piece. Literally, that's how much we gave him. We ain't paying four ninety nine. Now, whatever you give on your own, that's up to you. Um, and certainly, I did not just give him thirty dollars. I would never miss. But he, this is not, this ain't hustle ministry. This is Amen. for real. Come stand in the presence of God and experience his power. That's all. Shut up, mm-hmm. Josiah. He get on my nerves. Uh, <laughs> so hey, I just wanted you. to tell y'all. Right. He's down. He, he laughing at us. He be shaking his head, y'all. He think we all absolutely out of our minds. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So I will make a post, um, and for um, it's Miss Priscilla, I believe, ask Nicholas to add you to what's called the Victory Room, so you can see the posts and stuff that we share. Um, so if you're interested in going to to super duper extraordinary folk, you can you can roll with us too, Miss Priscilla. We we don't discriminate at all. Nick Nicholas got to go. Nick gonna love it. Because you know Nick be ready to go uh, leap tall buildings in a single bound. Nick is a monster. <laughs> Nick don't do no plan with this Jesus piece. Good morning. Good morning. It's, <laughs> it's Tamisha. Good morning. Hey, Tamisha, girl. Good morning, baby. So I just want to um, thank you for all kind of reminders this morning. I, um, I really needed that. Uh, when I was um, when I was in incarcerated, facing ten years in prison, a ten year prison mm-hmm. sentence, and um, you know, I started you know reading my Bible and getting and you know, because first of all, when you go, people, a lot of people don't know unless you went. <laughs> but right, like, right, right. It's really just you, like, and you know, you better get something behind you or else you know, you you could, you know, lose your mind. And I and I, I always felt like I never say this publicly because I don't believe um in the Carter estate, but you know, God needed me to get somewhere so he could tell me everything about me. And uh-huh. one of the things that I uh wrote down while I was um in my cell was I had a promise Bible a, a lady gave it to me. She came in from a church. 
and I read it every day, and it had notes where you could take notes. And so I, I, I started and I wrote down, God said, I'm going to give you everything back. Everything that was taken from you is, is basically, uh-huh. was like everything that was taken from you is going to be restored. I'm going to give it all back to you and some, and nobody will ever be able to take it away again. Lord Jesus, uh-huh. <laughs> I wrote it down because I heard it, and it was clear. Uh-huh. And I uh-huh. wrote it down, and um, and I looked forward to that. And every now and then when I get afraid or I get nervous, um, I, I, get, I get reminded that, that God said that to me. And I go back and I pull that promise Bible out and I read word for word what was said to me over my years ago. And so mm-hmm. you just really reminded me that 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 was a promise and I heard it and it's real and I need to I I need to claim that and quit and like mm-hmm. just stop just stop it. So thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so so all I hear while you're talking is honey quit quit being scared of grace. That'd be our problem. We'd be scared to be bosses. We'd be scared to win. Man, that's that's over. I'm I'm not scared of none of y'all. <laughs> I'm I'm winning on purpose, and not because of how great I am, but because of how great He is and how great He already established I am because of Him through His Word. Unapolog. He didn't say sorry when He created me. Why would I say sorry to walk in His authority? Don't got to. Totally unnecessary. So today I give you permission um, to be victorious based on the word. I give you permission to win on today. Amen. Anybody else? Well, praise God. So I'm going to give you guys some time back and get myself ready to, I guess it's not, oh, oh, yeah. I'm giving some time back this morning. Um, and I just I just want to encourage you, listen, keep believing. Fear not. Don't doubt. Just trust God. Walk into the places that he has for you um, that were created before the foundations of the earth. It's okay. It's absolutely okay for you to be victorious. So I love you guys. Uh, I will hear you in the morning. I pray. Um, that for those of you that are fasting, that while you spend time in God's presence, that you ask him for clarity, even with regard to um, going to the super-duper extra over-the-top soak, um, you know, and that, that because um, you ask that he'll make the provision. Because it's, it's, I didn't spend the whole, well, I didn't spend no money because some people are amazing in my life. Um, <laughs> I spent some money, but... Um, not enough to, to win that, but I, I just, I'm very grateful. I know that God can and will provide. So I just want to encourage you, um, spend some time in God's presence and, and read the word and know the word for yourself. Don't keep waiting for somebody to spoon feed you bits and pieces of it. You better know that thing. Amen. All right, guys, so I'll hear you at 5 p.m., and otherwise I will hear you tomorrow at 
6 a.m. in the morning. For those of you in Archer Circle, I'll meet you tonight at 7 p.m. online. You know what it is. Um, get ready to get rocked and rolled. We are going deeper, higher, and, uh, and more definitive in the things of Christ. So I love you guys. Have a great day, everyone. Love you. Bye-bye, you guys. Love, love you. Guys. Have a great day. Have a great love day. Love you, too, Yvonne. See you all at night. Love you. Bye. Great. Bye. Talk to you Bye. later. Bye, guys. Good blessings, everyone. Have a great day.